Hello, and welcome to Community Voice. This is Thomas Lynn, COO of Console Your Community. Console Your Community brings together students at top universities across America and small businesses in their communities to work together, solve problems, and find inspiration through one another. All right, so we have the LLH team, Little Loving Hands team from uh, the University of Maryland's CYC chapter on the line. First of all, hey guys, and and welcome to the first ever Community Voice podcast. Hello. Super excited. <laughs> um, great. So, so before we jump into Little Loving Hands and and the great work that you guys put together this past semester, uh, can I just have everyone please kind of briefly introduce yourself? Tell us, you know, why you got interested in CYC. Um, everyone knows you went to Maryland already, but maybe tell us your major and and you know an interesting fact about yourself. However, you want to go about it. Uh, sure, I can go first. Um, so my name's Katie. I'm currently a junior studying art studio and marketing um, at the University of Maryland, and I hope to pursue brand strategy after I graduate. So that's kind of a big reason why. I decided to do consulting with CYC because they're pretty linked. Um, interesting fact, I'm actually calling in from Hong Kong right now because I'm studying abroad at the University of Hong Kong for the semester. Nice. I'm Allison Leap. I'm a senior. I'm a supply chain management and management double major. Um, after school, I'm going to be working with Unilever. They're like a huge consumer product goods company. Uh, but at the beginning of the semester when I joined CYC, I was really interested in consulting and doing, you know, giving back. Um, and with our project, you'll find out with Little Loving Hands, it was all about giving back. Um, and a fun fact is halfway through our CYC project, I adopted a senior chihuahua with four teeth <laughs> named Wilson. Oh, my God. Uh, uh, yeah, so I am Uday, Uday Mistra. I'm a junior at the University of Maryland, uh, information systems and finance, double major, minor in technology entrepreneurship. Uh, I got into um, CYC, or I was interested in it in consulting in general, just because of um, just basically like, like the variety of projects you can be on, including like Alison mentioned, um, kind of like the giving back t type of uh, charitable project that we were on. Uh, so just, you know, great, great real, real world experience for us working with a local client and uh, definitely got a lot out of it. Uh, fun fact about me, is I'm trying to study just like Katie studying abroad right now in Hong Kong. If they accept me, I'll be trying to study abroad, study abroad in Spain in the fall semester. So fingers crossed. Awesome, awesome. And then um, I, I think you guys had a, a fourth member who actually couldn't jump, couldn't jump on the call right now. Um, Uva Dayalon. Yeah, yeah Uva Dayalon. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And then. Uh, the other thing I wanted to say is, is Uday, you just got like Allison's dog adoption thing. Just like, I, I feel like Allison should have been the one to go at the end and just kind of drop the mic. Um, you got really <laughs> just like outdone there, man. Uh, but, <laughs> but no, going in, I knew it was going to happen. It was happening the whole semester. So it's nothing new. Okay. Okay. Great. Um, so, so guys, I, I wanted to ask, First of all, um, to kind of give me briefly, like the story behind Little Loving Hands. You know, what do they do? Who founded them? Just kind of lay the land for us. 
Yeah, so I can uh, start off about that. Uh, the founder and current CEO, uh, Lily Ye, um, was a former Terp. She founded the company Little Loving Hands in November of 2015, so still a relatively new operation. Um, and yeah, I remember uh, her talking to us about kind of how like how she got into it, why she wanted to do it. Um, she has two daughters, and she wanted to kind of teach them the uh, you know the the benefit, the importance of giving back, of being charitable, of helping others. You know, be, you know, empathy is very important in like the upbringing of a, of a child. So she was looking around for different ways that she could teach this to them, and different clubs or different groups or anything that she could join. Yeah, no, that's and, I I think that that's a really. Um compelling kind of backstory it kind of marries both uh you know business and entrepreneurship with you know giving back and and a, a great social mission um which which i think at cyc obviously we we find very compelling um so so what i want to get a little bit more insight into um kind of the nitty gritty or or meat and potatoes of the engagement um tell me about the first meeting with the business owner when you guys had the team assembled um, first of all, you know, how did you guys kind of prepare for that? How did it go? You know, was it awkward? Uh, was it what you guys were expecting? Just kind of walk me through the first meeting as best you can. Yeah, so I can kind of speak to that. Um, so prior to meeting up with Lily, um, you know, we had kind of had some back and forth email exchanges. Um, you know, part of something that we do at our chapters, we do background research before we actually talk to our client first. So we kind of research their mission statement, you know, competitor. So we have some um, context for during the call. And so I remember um, we had all this, we kind of had drafted up a mini scope. Um, and when we talked to Lily, we were surprised at just how open she was with us. Um, I remember like, her and Allison, they, you know, they hit it off. They were like so happy talking mm -hmm. to each other. Um, and they, she really just wanted us to come up with, and she really gave us free reign over the project. I think that's what made us so successful. Um, there wasn't really a clear defined goal on her end. So, you know, part of what we did during the call was we asked her about, you know, who are the target markets? What do you think you really want to improve on this semester? You know, what's been the biggest struggle for your company, um, you know, up till now. I think once we kind of understood where she was coming from and like what she was struggling with day to day with the operations of her company, um, it helped us refine our scope. And so we kind of, you know, we sent her our draft first. After we talked to her, she kind of, you know, gave us some pointers, like fixed up, edited a couple things. And with that scope, that's where we kind of moved forward. Obviously, like the scope changed as we moved through the semester, but it was a really good starting point because she was just so happy to share um, as much info as possible. I think like the best thing is just to ask as many questions during your initial meeting, because obviously your clients are very open to one, like, you know, sharing because they are joining CYC and like they're asking for help. Um, and so, you know, she was really happy to like talk to us about how she was doing. Yeah, I think just uh, just to jump uh, to jump on that, um, like the initial impression that she had with us and that we had with her was just very strong. Sort of set the tone for the rest of the engagement. She, we were able to establish a level of trust from the get go, and uh, mm -hmm. like that kind of like led to her being comfortable with giving us free reign and like 
letting us uh, do our thing in a, in, in a sense. And uh, I, I just think in general, that was just so important for us. Like having that trust throughout the engagement allowed us to kind of be a little bit more hands-on, a little more creative with what we were doing and uh, enjoy some success. And, and Allison, I really, sorry, Allison, if, if I could ask, uh, first of all, why did you guys really hit it off in the first meeting? Wait, did you tell her about your plan to adopt the um, four tooth Chihuahua? I, I, I don't think at that point, I, we, I think that was by the mid semester deliverable, but really, I think we just hit it off because I don't know. I tend to talk a lot. That's why I'm surprised I haven't talked on the podcast yet. But uh, she was really open and really charismatic. And that's what made her such a great client was that she was ready for help. And she really was a one man show. I mean, she not only did she bring this business off the ground, which is crazy. um, You know, this was her first year running. She also packs all the subscription boxes by herself. She does all this crazy stuff. So she was so ready to have CYC help her and do something real. And she just told us, you know, I'll give you, she gave us all the passwords to social media, which is such a different level of trust. Um, She just said, if by the end you have really, you know, three really solid campaigns, then I'll be super happy. And that's exactly what we did. Um, And we all sort of on our team utilized our strengths. So uh katie is like an amazing graphic artist so we made uh different promotions oh my gosh katie and she made these beautiful graphics um and you know we ran a promotion it was back and forth and and lily had the technical knowledge um and uday's helping us with the promotions and we're all sort of business minded and it was really rewarding because I think for me, I knew that every bit of effort I put into it was giving her more revenue and we could physically see the impact that we were making. Yeah, that was, being able to see the impact, like kind of real time as we were working on it and having her get back to us with like any updates, um, definitely really added to uh, the passion, like the motivation for the project. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's... I think that's great. Um, and, and Allison, you kind of, you kind of got into this a little bit. Um, and, and, you know, Katie is, is you were kind of running this, um, you know, how did you guys go out of this meeting? And, and you obviously had a lot of kind of free reign, it sounds like and responsibility that was, that was handed to you. But um, I, I, what I want to ask is outside of that, how did internally kind of the team function and, and Allison kind of spoke to you split it up between, you know, people's talents, but, um, you know, how was that process? Did you guys kind of split up, do your own thing and then come back at the end of the month or how often do you guys meet? Tell me a little bit of kind of the team dynamics and, and how that was so successful. I, I definitely think that we had a great team dynamic going on. Uh, even though we are all super busy people, we would do, um, weekly meetings and we every Tuesday morning at 9 a.m. we'd have a Google Hangout call because sometimes it just was not possible to meet in person for all four of us uh, living in different parts of campus, you know, weather restrictions. And then so every Tuesday we would meet um, and especially when we had deliverables coming up, uh, when we were trying to run campaigns, that's when we were really started meeting and started hammering out the details for each 
uh, project, but we were definitely the last ones after the CYC weekly meetings still together, you know, talking at the end. <laughs> yeah, yeah I mean, <clears throat> I think having, um, sorry, sorry, I don't know, Katie. I, I think like, yeah, we were able to meet uh, fairly consistently, uh, even though we we're all very busy, but that was definitely like a, something that we had to kind of like um, sort of improve on. Like there were definitely some challenges with that. Because again, we were so busy, as you can see, Uwe couldn't make this call and, um, you know, it was happening to us throughout the semester as well. And so just be able to kind of like overcome um, the, you know, the, the difficulty in scheduling among everyone uh, involved um, and still be able to kind of to get work done, whether we were forced to work remotely or we were, you know, kind of forced to separate and split up. We, we knew that at the, at the end of the day, we'd be able to come back eventually and work together and, and talk it out. And I think just having that trust with each other that we were all getting, you know, whatever we had were responsible for done really kind of aided um, the project. Yeah. And like I was going to say, in terms of how we split up work um, and how our team dynamic, I think we all just kind of trusted each other's capabilities, but also we all took on the part of the project that interested us most. I think that really, uh, paid off in the end because we were also invested in what we were doing like allison took over mailchimp she was really interested in promotional email campaigns so that was kind of her baby you know uday was really interested in social media and excuse me lily's videos and so he kind of took the lead on that and you know me being a graphic design major i was really interested in kind of the visual piece so that's what i you know took charge on and so i think when we all kind of were responsible for a certain piece of her project when we were super invested in it and very interested in it. That's what made it so successful because we really wanted to make our piece great. And, you know, obviously the weekly calls facilitated that because we were all still on the same page with what we were doing, um, even though we were kind of like working independently at times. Yeah, that's, uh, that's great. I, I actually, uh, you know, I, I'm very interested in kind of how each of you you know, saw strategically what you were doing and then, and then kind of framed it tactically um, to, to execute upon it. So, um, you know, Allison and Katie, you guys have both kind of mentioned what everyone was, was doing. Could, could each of you, um, starting with Katie, then Allison, then, then Uday, kind of go through, okay, here's after scoping, you know, what I knew the main issue or, or situation was, here's how I tackled it. Um, could you just kind of briefly explain what you did uh, for this engagement in a little bit more detail? Um, yeah, so I think right after our scoping call with Lily, um, the biggest challenge that we saw that Lily was facing was that she didn't really quite understand where her target market was and um, having differentiated campaigns hadn't really crossed her mind. Um, you know, for example, speaking to a new mom would be much different than speaking to a grandma who's hoping to give a gift to their, um, you know, grandchild. And so when we saw that that was kind of a big concern, um, that we first, you know, as a team, we all decided that we would do, you know, three separate campaigns. Um, we would target moms, uh, grandmothers, and gift givers, kind of three separate channels. And so right after we decided on that, I kind of decided to take more of the lead on you know the visualizing the promotion so um me and uday we worked on first an audit of all the materials she had put out already kind of to see what she looks like right now um to her current 
uh, consumer. And then after that, um, we really jumped into doing, uh, executing the gift giver campaign, uh, which we can talk about, you know, more in depth later, but that's when I kind of took off with the visual. So I made, um, three different, uh, ads for her to run and which we actually ran for her. So we put those on her Instagram, on her Facebook, and we included them in an email that Allison drafted up as well. And so kind of did that. And then we decided we would tack on another campaign to do for her just because it was so timely that Giving Tuesday was happening, um, which for those of you who don't know, it's kind of like, um, you know, we have Black Friday, Cyber Monday, and then you um, nonprofits created this kind of idea of Giving Tuesday, which is when you give back after just a weekend of spending. Um, so because that was happening during our time with Lily, we made another campaign for her. So I kind of made the visual for that as well. Um, and kind of, you know, throughout the way, throughout the time together, we, I was also making um, a lot of the visual pieces for our um, deliverables. So that's kind of what I worked on mostly. Um, but yeah, if Allison wants to speak to what she did. Yeah, uh, definitely. I remember at the beginning of our sort of engagement with Lily, we had this like one sentence blurb about what her issues were. And she wanted to do, she really was like, wanted to do email drip campaigns. I'd never even heard of that. I just used MailChimp for another club I was in. So I was like, instantly, I know this is a project I want to do. But then sort of when we got into it on the phone, it really, to me, seemed to be like, let's get as many subscribers as possible, um, getting her subscription boxes. And really early on, we realized there were a lot of competitors in her space. Subscri- subscription boxes are becoming like a really big deal and a lot of people are getting them. Mm-hmm. Um, so we immediately, one of the first things we did was a competitor analysis. Um, and I basically just went online Googled subscription craft boxes, found every craft box I could and made like a matrix diagram to show what was different about her. Um, And from this, we really found out some critical elements like her one differentiating key is that she has a philanthropic mission about her, whereas these other craft boxes were just craft boxes. And with hers, you send it back, you send back the craft to her and then she donates it to a charity. Um, And additionally, something early on we found was there was no create an account link um, on her website where you could sign up for emails. So at that point, the only people she had emails for were the people who signed up rather for promotion or people who signed up um, for a subscription box. So there was no way to reach these other people. Um, So immediately, I think we sort of saw what we needed to do relaying this information to her scope was changing a little bit but I think I did a lot of the um sort of task management it definitely was difficult to execute all these campaigns because by the time the mid-semester deliverable came around you know it was perfect timing to run a holiday promotion campaign and it was so much effort to get the graphics done to get the wording right terms and conditions I don't think any of us realized how much goes into one simple ad. Um, mm-hmm. It really is crazy trying to target one market or two markets and figure out what you're doing. So I think I did a lot of the sort of pushing for that and then working on MailChimp hand in hand. But eventually at the end, we uh, 
went over the subscriber base. So we got a bunch more people on. Um, and Katie and I are actually going to continue working with Lily to yes. um, get that sign up box running, get more emails. And she actually wants to do another like giving campaign where every subscription box bought is going to go to buy an orphanage. Um, so it's just an amazing cause. Yeah, I think another thing I also did was keeping us on track throughout the semester. At times, she would uh, help us with, you know, assigning tasks for like things that had to get things like that were impending or urgent, or impending or urgent, and just you know things that we had to focus on and prioritize throughout the semester, uh, which really kind of keep us on track. Um, yeah, and, and in terms of what I did, I really like uh, was kind of all over the place in terms of helping out on various aspects of the uh, <clears throat> of the engagement. Um, just like you know what Teddy was touching upon her working on the um the uh so the, so the social media audit and uh other background research that we um were doing at from the outset of the engagement uh just to kind of see you know where llh could um improve upon its marketing and its promotional strategies and so just just helping with research for that um <clears throat> you know looking at the mission statement as alice was talking about and helping with that and kind of like the charitable um aspect of little loving hands that helps it stand out among the competition and also primarily while the campaigns were happening i was focusing on the, the uh, language of the social media as allison mm -hmm. had touched upon earlier like how how much thought goes into just wording and things like that and like what should be on the graphic um you know requires some thought uh and looking into it and, and discussion um and i i kind of was heavily involved with the idea in there. Um, so yeah, just kind of being hands-on with the social media, um, primarily Facebook, um, and seeing, you know, uh, working with, again with Allison and Katie for how to, you know, boost, it, boost the ads or when to boost the ads, uh, kind of being smart fiscally and um, other things along those lines. And then Uber really helped a lot too with, uh, with research. Um, she did another social media or another um, little uh, document of research that really helped us in the middle of the semester with Facebook looking at what strategies were most effective um, in terms of like language and like when to post um, and things like that, which really kind of added to the effectiveness of our campaign. Yeah, no, I, I think that, I think that getting that breakdown um, is, is really insightful and, and it's, it's cool to learn about, you know, kind of the nitty gritty about how a lot of this stuff works and, and it worked, right? I mean, um, mm -hmm. So can you guys speak a little bit to, to the results? Um, and, and Allison, I know that you had mentioned that uh, because of the way, you know, a lot of this was happening, you could really directly tie what you were doing to a benchmark like revenue or, or new subscribers or, um, you know, subscription renewals. Can, can you guys speak to your results? Yeah, definitely. I remember early on, um, we were talking with Lily and I was, I was really concerned about how we were going to track these promotions, but it's amazing the sort of tools you have out there. Mm -hmm. And um, over the phone, she sort of explained to me that I'd make a unique link for each promotion. So for each promotion we did, I create a unique link. So we know every time this person clicked on this link, they got a sale. Um, so in the end, um, for our first campaign, it was a gift giving campaign. Um, and it was basically 30% off a one month subscription, which is one box, uh, 60% off the first box and a one month in a six month subscription or a free box with a 12 month subscription. Um, and from that, we had 12 people redeem the promo for the one month, 17 for the six month 
and six for the one year. So just from these, it was over uh, $3,500 in revenue. Um, And then overall from sort of our social media pushes um, in that short period of time and uh, sort of over like about three weeks, um, she gained over $26,000 in revenue, 141 new subscribers being the, the people who were getting the boxes and then 55 subscription renewal. So people who already have the box loved it. And then we're like, I need another box. So from each of these links, we could see, you know, this is the direct impact. And um, I think really getting those longer subscriptions in and seeing the promos work uh, while not breaking the bank was, it was amazing. And I, I didn't think it would be this big, but once we did the holiday campaigns, it just took off. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, no. So um, from, from the deliverable that, that you guys had sent out, you know, I, I just wanted to mention um, that, that it was $26,610 in, in added revenue, um, 141 new subscribers and, and 55 subscription renewals. Uh, so, you know, very, uh, you know, very real results brought um, by your team, which is, which is really awesome. Um, the next thing I wanted to discuss with you guys, and it's always something that's, you know, a little bit tough for engagements, obviously to end on, um, because they're very exciting and fun, but you know, what are, what were kind of your recommendations at the end of it? You know, you had this success, um, you know, it, it had obviously worked well, when you guys thought about what you told Lily were kind of her next steps and the next steps for a little loving hand, you know, what, what went into that thought process? And then, and then, you know, tell us what those future recommendations were. Um, so for next steps, um, you know, in our final deliverable, we actually had three kind of main suggestions for her. She is like a one woman company. So we didn't want to overwhelm her with a number of things that we thought maybe would, you know, help little loving hands. We kind of picked the three core suggestions that we thought would give, would make the biggest impact. Um, and so we had already executed, you know, this gift giver campaign, you know, the holiday season's coming up, get your kids something fun that also teaches them empathy. That was kind of the campaign we executed. Um, But then we said for next steps, um, we wanted her to, you know, we kind of gave her the framework for two future campaigns, um, you know, one for moms and one for um, grandmas. And we kind of wanted her to further that and um, the next recommendation we gave her, the second of the three, was to hire an intern. And, you know, it happened because now Allison and I are actually going to be working for her this semester. But um, at the time, we didn't know that. And um, we thought have, bringing someone on board who could handle, you know, the nitty gritty of those social media ads would really help her focus on the big picture for her company. Um, and then the last suggestion we had, um, which Allison touched on already, was making an account sign-up box. Um, because, you know, she had no way of really grabbing the attention of people who weren't ready to purchase, um, but were still interested. And so kind of having that to track people who wanted information was a really useful tool that she was 
not utilizing and you know compared to her competitors that was kind of the biggest area she was lacking was that she didn't really know where her audience was and who they were and she had no way of contacting them um and so those were kind of our three big suggestions um and you know because we had such a great relationship with lily we were able to tell this all to her on the call kind of you know add our own little comments here and there but also we told her that you know if she ever needed help to so kind of come back to us um you know to you know further flesh out um these ideas for her when she was ready to execute them yeah and piggybacking off of that i think um <clears throat> so one, one of our again one of, the, one of the suggestions was hiring an intern and just just like katie was saying it uh, Lily was just doing so much by herself in terms of day-to-day -day operations. Um, and so these uh, recommendations do kind of tie into one another. So with hiring the intern, um, you know, Lily was, again, freed up to do work on things such as, you know, the one weakness that we saw was that she didn't have that account sign-up box and she was losing out on people who were interested in signing up for her service just because she was too focused. She had no time to really focus on creating content and then send out through different email campaigns. Um, and, you know, finding the right, uh, finding the specific demographics who she can most cater to. And, and uh, you know, with these recommendations next semester, she'll have a lot more success doing that. Yeah. I mean, I just wanted to say something that I've seen teams do, um, which I think is really cool, is they'll have like a graph. And on the x-axis, they'll have how much work is needed to put in. And then on the y-axis, they'll have like the how much impact um, doing something will make and then they'll graph out um, where their recommendation future next steps lie and so then you know the client can look at that graph and say oh well I just want to do something that has you know big impact but takes like no time to do and then they'll just look for where that data point is and do that and that was kind of like our um, you know create an account sign up box and you know and then we have something on the other end which is a lot of work and a lot of impact and that's kind of doing the two promotional campaigns. Um, and I think that's like a really cool way to hand off your next steps, um, you know, so the client can pick and choose what they're comfortable with doing. Yeah, no, that, that sounds like a, that sounds like a really interesting um, kind of way to, to show them what the low hanging fruit are, you know, so to say in terms of, um, and, and still getting kind of that return on, on right. what they're doing. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I, I wanted to kind of end the discussion on a little bit of reflection um, from from all of you guys, and and just to kind of cover, you know, what you guys think, and, and there are many, but you know, the main successes were um, out of this experience and engagement, and, and what was the most fulfilling aspect for each of you, um, and and then if each of you could also kind of list, you know obstacles or or maybe issues that that came along the way um obviously there there weren't too many impediments um because because this was very successful but you know uh katie allison and then uday if you want to go in that order just list out what you think the key successes were um and you know if someone says one and and you don't want to repeat it that's fine we'll we'll still count it in there as as one of your successes as well but but yeah just one success and one kind of key issue or, or obstacle that you faced sure um we kind of touched on this already uh, obviously we had a great relationship with lily and the four of us got along really well um but i think what kind of made our uh engagement so successful was that we 
um, honestly forget the term for this. We were very agile. Um, and I think the fact that we met every week to kind of talk about what changes had um, arisen when we were apart or what we were working on separately really helped us be flexible in terms of where we were going. Since we were all on the same page, it was not a huge hassle to kind of change plans last minute. Um, we had, you know, we tried to do weekly calls um, with Lily. I mean, sometimes that didn't work out, but for the most part, we were in touch with her over email and she responded like super quickly all the time. I think the fact that we were in constant communication with each other um, really helped us pivot when we needed to. You know, so, sometimes we would do like a Facebook ad and things wouldn't work out or we would post an image with like a typo in it, for example, which did happen this semester. <laughs> you know, like knowing that we can just like talk to each other, just like the second we accidentally post something wrong and fix it within that, you know, hour or 30 minutes or what have you was very um, nice. Like it was very comforting to know that. And um, I think that's kind of what built the trust as well is that we were always in touch with each other. I think, you know, being able to move so quickly um, and be so lean in terms of what we were doing really helped us. Um, in terms of what was most fulfilling for me personally, I thought, you know, because I was handling a lot of the visual aspects of our engagement, I thought what was really fulfilling on my end was that I could see my work being pushed out to other people beyond Lily. You know, seeing my designs on her Instagram was awesome. Seeing my designs on like Facebook ads that reach, you know, who knows how many people was, you know, very cool. And I think that um, kind of showed me what consulting would be like in the future for me, you know, beyond just like a, a organization in school, but really having like that big impact and seeing that revenue change um, because of you know, my designs or what have you. Um, and for the obstacle, um, and like you said, we worked really well together. I think the biggest obstacle was really like accommodating to each other's schedules at first, because we're all like, super um busy and like we're involved in school so it was really hard to kind of sacrifice that hour of sleep on Tuesdays um <laughs> and so I think that was kind of just like our hardest part was you know putting some time aside each week like even though you think that you can work for you know two and a half weeks by yourself and then come together I think that meeting every week really made a difference for us um so the obstacle was kind of remembering that and being able to put time aside for that. Yeah, I would definitely agree, you know, piggybacking off Katie about the biggest obstacle, finding times to meet at, was so difficult at certain points in the semester. Once it really became crunch time, you know, all the all the areas in the business school would be filled. We'd have nowhere to sit. We'd have nowhere to meet. Um, people be, we'd be running late. We'd be starving. We hadn't eaten all day. We just came out of a final and yeah. we were really, everyone was really cooperative about it. If you're having a bad week and you don't have time, you can work yeah. on it next week. Yeah. And the other three members picked up the slack. It was really agile. Everyone was really understanding. Um, and I think that sort of came from, I, we had a really cool team dynamic. Like we were really funny. We're, we're just like regular co college students. We had a couple late night meetings and we just eventually get silly. Like one time we were trying to come up with hashtags and we came up with crafty mamas and, you know, hashtag crafty mamas. And now I call it Uday. I'm like hashtag crafty daddy. 
you know, <laughs> since he's the only male on the team, we got to like, you know, sort of put him out there that he's on a craft subscription box team. Um, but we, we pulled those late nights together and I feel like we were all in it together. So I knew everyone was going to do their part. There was not only a level of trust between um, our team members, but also with Lily. And that just went so far in the end. Um, and we really had fun with it. And I think like I've definitely built relationships with all of these people. Uva was actually my previous roommate. Um, <laughs> I'd known Uday and I'd never met Katie before, but it looks like Katie has to stick with me for at least the next semester and deal with my really quirky jokes. Oh, so um, funny. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? Um, but I think my biggest thing, the the biggest positive was Lily being happy because it's all yeah. about client success. So when we went on the phone and she was so happy about, you could tell from the tone of her voice or the way her emails were, she knew we were working hard. We knew she was working hard. And at the end, when she was happy, that's all I wanted was for her to be, have a successful time. Um, and she had a great time with Console Your Community and she would love to do it again in a heartbeat. Yeah, so um, I'm trying not to be repetitive. Um, but again, just touching upon what uh, Katie had said about just being agile, I think one main um, challenge that, you know, the CYC uh, exec board like really harped on like at the beginning of the semester was scope, like, you know, the difficulties of having like the scope change throughout a semester, they called it quote unquote scope creep. And um, I think just being agile and kind of, you know, step by step, be able to make changes, uh, Katie was saying, helps us to mitigate that uh the potential of the of the scope creep scope creep kind of um creating uh, difficulty for getting work done and being effective in the, in the engagement and so i think like that that was like one of the obstacles that we had that we were able to overcome um by having that constant communication and um really like the main uh sort of successes that we had were you know communication like the execution and be able to generate revenue for the lead but uh, i think that all comes back to the main success of again the trust that we were able to build in the relationship with that first impression, um, that that kind of fed into um, any of the any of the other success that we had. Um, like those things would have really been hampered without the trust from the outset. So that was really the main success that I hope to really carry forward um, personally in any other future relationships or engagements that I have. Just kind of being comfortable with the client and having that uh, sort of connection. And I think for me, um, how, what I got out of it in terms of fulfillment. Um, a little bit bigger picture for me, like, yeah, definitely like having the engagement be so successful with Lily being very happy with like how we did was fulfilling and satisfying, but just like the general social impact of entrepreneurship was very fulfilling for me and uh, being a part of that with this company. Um, I myself, like I'm honoring entrepreneurship. I currently have a startup that I'm working on and just kind of seeing like, you know, um, the, the general uh, impact you can have um, on people in need or, you know, pe people who are um struggling and are worse off than you um whether it's indirectly like we did um is very very um sort of uplifting <clears throat> and kind of just really just adds motivation for me and like the field that i've chosen uh with entrepreneurship moving forward and it was it was, it was nice to see that firsthand yeah no and 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 uday you also got it sounds like a, a great and lasting nickname and in, in crafty daddy out of it so <laughs> So that's yeah, that's yeah, probably the best thing that happened. Oh my god! Uh, yep. Yeah. So so guys, I you know, it's really special every time um, we hear you know such a, I think resounding success like um, you guys have with Lily and and little loving hands and and 
I, I really think that um, Allison hit on something when she had said that, you know, just the sound in, in Lily's voice when she kind of expressed, you know, how happy and, and really grateful she was. Um, and, and I think that, you know, that kind of says it all. Uh, so I want to thank all of you guys for, for jumping on the line. Um, I, I know that, you know, you're, you're about to start your semester um, and, and your winter break is, is coming to a close, but, you know, we really appreciate it. Um, and it's great to have you guys being a part of this organization. Well, thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to Community Voice. If you wish to support Consult Your Community, then please go to the How You Help tab on our website at consultyourcommunity.org.